The Small Business Show, episode 349 for Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. Your weekly dose of small businessing here at businessshow.co. That's right. We are the show by, for, and about small business owners, and we like action, so we turn small businessing into a verb. Sponsors for this episode include banknovo.com slash SBS, where you can get your free business banking account in just 10 minutes. And NetSuite.com slash SBS. No matter how big your business grows, NetSuite is the one-of-a-kind financing program that you want to go check out. And they've got special financing available, too. We'll talk more about those details a little bit later in the episode. For now, small businessing here in Durham, New Hampshire, I'm Dave Hamilton. And here in Lafayette, California, I'm Shannon Jean. How are you, man? I'm good. Did I overdo it with the small businessing on the intro today? No, I'm a huge fan of that. I I use it all the time. I always envision that on a t-shirt someday that, uh, you know, explaining why it's a verb, you know, small business is a verb, right? Yeah. And, uh, then you get to, oh yeah, it's because you have to take so much action and uh, I love it. It's, I, it's, it's great. I love when I see the ideas that we have come up with being used by other people. And I don't mean I love it because I get credit for it. I, I, it, I, I just love when when these things start to to make it into the society, because a lot of times we don't get credit because it, it wasn't us that in influenced yes. them. But um, I I came across there was a, a company we were talking with about just doing some ads with them or whatever. And they happened to send me their corporate culture document or something. And okay. there was a phrase in there. I don't have it in front of me, so I am paraphrasing, but you'll understand why it jumped out to me. Is it, And this was like a 12-page document. I don't know why I started reading it, but I got to about page four. Like, there was some good stuff in there, which we'll probably mine and talk about here on the show. But, on like, on page three or something, they said, we don't, we're never busy here. We are productive. Oh, and yeah. I was like, oh, look at that. Like, that, I've been singing those praises for, like, yeah, two yeah. years now, trying to replace the word busy with productive in yeah. my vocabulary. It was like... I'm glad to see other people in the world. And I'm certain that they did not get it from me or even from someone oh, who I don't knows know. me. You never know. You never it's know. Lexi- it could start here. Now it's in the lexicon. It's right? in the lexicon. But it was like, I love, I, assuming they didn't get it from us, I still love it. I, in fact, I probably love it even more because it means more people are thinking about just being productive. This whole culture of, I must be doing something with my time all the time is not good. It's not healthy. That's, uh, yeah, and that's not a uh, a small business owner mentality, right? No, you want to you've got to be efficient. As, yeah. yeah, efficient. Get as much done in the least amount of time, least amount of effort. Yeah, um, I'm reading. Uh, it's a book called The People's Tycoon. It's a biography of um, uh, Henry Ford. Okay, and they talk about this it extensively. They measured everything about. How many, they called them man minutes. How many man minutes is it going to take to do this and yeah. do that? And, you know, and they came up with the assembly line process to save, you know, tremendous oh, amount yeah. of time. And then they had to figure out the the limiting factor was the the people doing the work and how do we make it more efficient without uh, 
turning into some mind-numbing, monotonous thing all day. So yeah. it's, it's a fascinating... Yeah, yeah. Constant, you mentioned that last week yeah. in the episode, too. Yeah, yeah. Great, great book, and, and uh, talks a lot about their successes and failures of how they tried to manage the people and... Uh, everything so and we've been talking we were talking about um i mean our our one of the things we're going to talk about in this episode is managing time i mean we're already talking about it we had it on the list and you mentioned henry ford i uh when we started talking about this i thought of henry rollins so the different henry's i like him yeah he he there is a quote attributed to him and i firmly believe he came up with it (laughs) and and it is there is no such thing as spare time no such thing as free time no such thing as downtime. All you got is lifetime go. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Right? All of those times are have their uh their value, right? But yeah, it, yeah, it is true. Time is, I mean, I have it in my notes here. You know, uh it it's the greatest gift we've been given, right? Yep. And it's irreplaceable and it's priceless. So you really need to value it. I'm excited to talk about time in a couple of different aspects today, uh, how to value your time so you're not stuck doing certain things and when it's time to delegate. And also uh, something I've been thinking more and more about, uh, long and short-term systems that are helping me uh, stay motivated and uh, be successful. Interesting. Okay. So I'm interested in, because you know, I love systems. We love systems here. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm curious uh, to hear how you differentiate between long and short term systems. I, um, yeah, this is fascinating to me. I spent it. The value of time is something that, that I have been obsessing over, especially just earlier today. I was telling you, I needed to talk to the folks at British airways, um, about a plane ticket that my daughter has. Right. And right. the problem is not the problem. The scenario is, that I don't fly British Airways. I think I've flown them once and it was through a code share with American Airlines. I don't have any status on on British Airways. I actually do have one world status because of Americans. So I would get, you know, things if I were flying on on British Airways. But when I call them, I don't have a special number and my yeah, number isn't right. in their system to be prioritized. And so I waited 40 minutes to talk to a human today. Uh, for them only to tell me, uh, no, sir, we can't do what you want. That would require us bending the rules. I have a feeling if I was of higher status, uh-huh. that pr- this rule was yeah. not a hard and fast rule. They would have bent it right. Like I, I've been through these kinds of things before with airlines where I do have status and it, it makes a difference, right? You get a different level of customer service. You get people who are, uh, given more autonomy to solve problems for customers uh, when you are, you know, someone with status with an airline. Yeah. And right. so, you know, about 20 minutes into my hold time, I, you know, I was doing things, but I wasn't being as productive as I could be because I don't want to start some big project and then have to get derailed. Uh, so I was doing little things, which I suppose are also valuable if they need to get done. But uh, I thought, you know, I wonder what it would cost. Like, can I go get a British Airways credit card and the first year is free, you know, and that earns me some, you know, non-zero level of status with British Airways. And then I can call the gold number instead of the blue number and, you know, get the right person that's actually going to solve my problem for me. That was actually how I was thinking. And that's what led me to suggest this topic for the show for today, because it's like, I know that's sort of a crazy 
thing to say to most people. I knew you would appreciate it. <laughs> and right. I, and I know most of you listening would appreciate that sort of that it's, it's a little bit, it sounds a little bit extreme, but it's really not. We as entrepreneurs and, and, and people who are small businessing every day, we have to look for all of those shortcuts to get us what we need when we need right. it uh, so that we can maximize the time, our lifetime doing other things. So, oh yeah. I mean, and yeah. You, like the, the credit card example, getting that card, that's a, a great way to uh, beat the system. If you yeah, will. beat the system. Uh, and, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and uh, we, we, we did a whole show on credit cards and affinity points and all that kind of stuff. Uh, highly recommended. It. It's one of the, uh, secrets to living a charmed life, especially as uh, business owners, we have lots of methods to uh, use those cards to uh, benefit you personal life in a non-tax or a tax uh, advantaged tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre-tax uh, lifestyle. So yeah, yeah. They do have a British Airways. Uh, Chase has their Visa signature card, but it it doesn't look like it. It gets me points after I spend some money with them and this, that, and the other thing. But I don't think it gets me up to the next level. It might, but um, yeah. it wasn't obvious that it did. So I didn't. I didn't do that. Um, I might still. I, I tried him on Twitter after the guy on the phone told me he couldn't do what I wanted to do. Well, the Twitter people <laughs> never know. No, I've, yeah. I've had good luck customer service yeah. wise, and I probably should have started there, but I was being impatient. I'm like, oh, if I talk to somebody, I can just charm him into it. It turns out, no, <laughs> not yeah, today. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that's, that's great. Very good. Well, good. Yeah, I'm excited to to, uh, to dig into this time thing. I think it's I, definitely uh, worth our efforts. I agree. I agree. Yeah. The um, I the next thing that I want to do, though, speaking of time, is tell you about our sponsors who can help save you lots of things, including time, if that works for you, Mr. Shannon Jean. Yeah, let's do it. All right. You know, we've talked on this show many times about the importance of having a separate banking account for your business and all of that. And of course, we've also talked about how important it is to avoid any fees when doing that. And do you know the number one way to avoid unfair bank fees? Step one, close the existing account you have. Step two, open a new Novo free business banking account. Novo is the number one business banking app because it's built from the ground up to be powerfully simple and free business banking that Money Magazine called the best business checking account of 2021. With Novo, there are no minimum balances, no transaction limits, no hidden fees, and you can sign up for free in under 10 minutes at banknovo.com slash SBS. I've done this. It works. It like I, it's, it's, it's 10 minutes. It's even less, actually, is what it took me. But, you know, it's nice to say 10 minutes. Carve out the 10 minutes. Then, then you'll be surprised and pleasantly so. Then after that, they'll mail you a Novo debit card and you get free ATM use. Right? You getting the trend here? The free, the free. Novo makes banking easy and secure and you can manage your account in Novo's customizable web, Android and iOS apps with built in profit first accounting and invoicing. Plus you can tag each transaction and upload receipts. It's fantastic. So Get your free business banking account in just 10 minutes at banknovo.com slash SBS. Go to banknovo.com slash SBS to sign up for free right now and get a free copy of Novo's Small Business Starter Guide. That's banknovo.com slash SBS. And our thanks to Novo 
for sponsoring this episode. On the subject of your business's finances, tackling your business's finance to-dos can be daunting enough without being slowed down by your accounting software. Ever use QuickBooks? It works great until it doesn't, and then it becomes Slowbooks. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one financial system, no matter how big your business grows. With visibility and control of your financials, your inventory, your HR, even your e-commerce and more, NetSuite is everything that you need to grow all in one place. They've really like put this together in a oh man. Like it, it's, you got to check it out is really what it comes down to because they know what they're doing over there and special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one of a kind financing program only for those ready to switch today. Head to netsuite.com slash SBS right now. That's netsuite.com slash SBS. You're going to love it. Go check it out. Netsuite.com slash SBS. Our thanks to NetSuite for sponsoring this episode. All right, Shannon, it's time to talk about time. Yeah, so, uh, you know, when you brought up this concept, you know, I would ask I have a couple questions, you know, like when is your time more valuable than the task you're working on, right? We talked about Ooh. $20 an hour work versus $1,000 an hour work, right? Yeah. Uh, and then I, I also think of it like, okay, when do you decide to delegate or cut bait and move on to something else, you know? And, and so we all agree, oh, our time is valuable, but how do you measure it? You know, how, how do you know? And, and it brought me back. The, the first thing I, uh, I recalled is remember we uh, interviewed Gary Von Meyer from tech defenders. So yep. It was like episode two thirty six, Um, and he, he made a comment that's really stuck with me is, you know, and it, it's simple. I'll paraphrase. It was like when someone else can do my job, 85% as good as I can, it's time for me to turn it over to them. Yeah. And I thought that that was a great rubric uh, to use as your, okay, can somebody else do this job? Am I trying to build up this, you know, whatever, change the customer service department and implement the two tokens, uh, you know, uh, method of customer service? Well, once people have, have are almost there, you should be able to step out and step aside, right? Yeah. That's a brilliant thing. It's so hard to do. But when he said, when he explained that to us, it was like a light bulb went off. It's like, of course, he's right. He's right. I hate that he's right because it's so simple. Why, why can't I just integrate that into my life? It is hard to recognize it yourself. So I was thinking one of the ways that you can implement it is to ask someone else to monitor it. Someone that you work with or another employee, a colleague, a peer, like, hey, when you kind of get the sense that that this person is 80, 85% there, please point it out to me so I can, you know, maybe you might have to dial down your ego a little bit and let that person take over, even though it's not going to be perfect or not going to be perfectly the way you would like it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So ego gets in the way advice. of that a lot. It does. And, yeah. and you know, I, I, I like the idea of using one's ego as a tool because it is super yep. valuable at times, uh, especially when you're starting your small business. You need to believe that what you're doing is going to work when everybody else is telling you that you are crazy and wrong and, you know, all of that stuff. And so you definitely need some of that ego. 
But it can hurt when you've grown a little bit and you know that you're the best one to do the job because you're the only one who's ever done the job and it's working, right? I mean, you have you have all kinds of data to support your ego's desire to prove yourself right. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah, and, that's right. And, and there's a lot of that tied up in this. And But applying that 85% rule takes some of that away because you can look at it. it. It allows you to be someone who's working on your business as opposed to in your business. Like it is that mindset shift right there is the key. And I think if, if you need your ego to be tied into something, it could be into making this smart decision to no longer have you doing this job so you can do other jobs, right? Yeah. And you can reframe good. that for yourself. But yeah, uh, it's a great little mind shift. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and on the figuring out how to value your time, I think for, for me, one of the most important things uh, is planning. Planning my time is, is really important to keep me from just kind of meandering around from one task to the next or one emergency to the next, right? Yep. So if I want to get the most out of my day, planning in and blocking out time, I'm a big fan of uh, time blocks and uh, to allow you to focus on certain things. And, and I'm going to dig into this long and short uh, system that I've come up with in a little bit. Um, but you know, start your day or start the next day as you're thinking about it. Think about what you're trying to achieve, right? And and it's different for all of us. And manage your time around that a system to achieve what you want. And then you're going to fail at it and just adjust and work on it and 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 then come back and, and try it again and, and just, you know, fail and adjust uh, as you go along, right? Yep. Yeah, failing. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. that's the way it works. Yeah. And then I think also... It, we you hit the Henry Rollins you know quote which I really like, but it I think it's okay to leave time for unplanned things and make sure you give like I, walking around and talking to your employees or your customers or suppliers whoever it is that you're going to connect with it, it will help your business so don't plan yourself into just you know uh, yeah Henry you know, Rollins is a is an intense dude like it, yes, it's a is. great. Quote, but you have to contextualize it that it's coming yeah. from this. Per like if you heard Henry say that to you, you would receive it the right way. That is not a quote I would say. I'm not that kind of person. Right? It, yeah, it has but, it has some a lot of truth. in It, it has truth but, in it, but it is uh, not universally true. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And, and, and and I agree with that, you. Yeah, that wasting time, letting your mind. Call it muse, muse time. Yeah, boy, it, it can it it can really help to get your brain thinking a little differently and looking sideways at some of the, maybe some of the problems you're trying to solve. Um, really, really important. Um, and, and, and I think that we can all benefit from doing that a little bit more. Um, another way that, that valuing your time is to let others know that your time is, is valuable and just don't be a doormat for everybody else's, time right stop saying yes all the time it's i mean i love the power of yes but the power of no is equally or maybe more powerful right uh we've done a couple episodes way back episode 169 the power of saying no episode 121 learning to say no really good i i, I listened to them again for this show when we were talking about managing time yeah uh, very powerful messages about how to say no and how that changes other people's perspective of what they can 
dump on you. <laughs> in it, other words, right? it's hard as a yeah, as a business owner. You know, especially when you're starting out, you say yes because you need cash, right? Oh, so if somebody says, yeah. "I want you to do this," you say, "Great!" Like that's a, that's the best thing. Awesome! I get to trade whatever I'm doing, my time, our business's resources, my resources, whatever that might be, for cash flow. Awesome! That gets things rolling. But yeah, saying you, you have to be. Um, careful not to i like your term to be a doormat for everyone else yeah yeah can't, can't yeah. do it yeah you know and then i mentioned time blocks that really helps for me to limit the distractions and to keep especially for tasks i need to to you know deeply focus on trying to ignore every, everything during these times if you're going to block and you could use that uh what was it Palmetto method where you set the thing for 20 minutes. Pomodoro method. Pomodoro method. Yeah. You get one of those little timers and, and that works for some people. Um, turn on. I mean, the number one thing, turn off notifications <laughs> on oh. your phone. Uh, uh, to, so they're not bugging you while you need to uh, focus on other things. Yeah. I said something to someone trying to explain this concept the other day. And what I said was, and I'm going to par- I'm going to quote myself because it was it's, it was great, and I I can't re- rephrase it. When I moved email from a push scenario to a pull scenario, my life changed. Oh yeah, because I, why do I need to be interrupted? Because you sent me an email. The benefit of email is that it is asynchronous, meaning yeah. you and I don't have to communicate at exactly the same time, and. Like if I need to go check my email, I guess what I have the, I totally am capable. I have all these devices that surround me, all of which have email on them. (laughs) I can see my email anytime I want pretty much anywhere I want. I do not need to have it telling me when one comes in and it is so much better for me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's apps like you use same box and stuff to help you manage that for me, just turning off notifications. So I don't look down and see that, crazy red number, you know, pulling me check, 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 you know, it, it, it really changed my life. And I highly encourage you to turn those things off. Uh, you can always turn it back on temporarily if you're waiting for some critical email or whatever it is, but, uh, but, but try to keep them off. And that's for me trying to forget this 24 seven on call lifestyle. Um, you know, I always say kill your phone, you know, and, and I'm, 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 I'm kind of uh, working on this concept in my head on this phone-free Fridays where I could be without my phone all of Friday for 24 hours. It'd be an interesting experiment. Um, I'll take a hit. My business will take a hit a little bit. My personal life might (laughs) as well. But if I let everybody know that I'm not going to have it, then maybe it might be just the best day of the week. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to, I'm experimenting with, it. I just started talking about it and it's, it's brewing this concept. So you'll probably hear more about it. Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. I've experimented with it. We had, we made it a, a short term, I mean, short term, you know, 18 month experiment change with one of the businesses here with backbeat where we moved it to essentially a four day a week business we took Uh off wednesdays not fridays because we found that fridays are days when lots of activity happens in in that business so it was like okay great but having that day off in the middle of of you know a break if i mean it's great if you got to go to the dentist but it's also just great to be able to breathe for a day and then you know and then come back um it it will work with the right people yeah yeah 
Yeah. yeah. A, yeah. A, Luckily, a, I only have. Yeah, you you have yourself. Well, I, I you yeah. may not be the right person though because <laughs> that's true. <laughs> what we learned was people. You need to have the discipline to do your to to be driven to do the, all the work that needs to be done in those four days as opposed to five, spreading it out over five. So your pacing that you had, you know, you need to be more efficient. And I don't mean yeah. to say you need to go from eight hours to 10 hours a day or yeah, something like that. But yeah, right. But also- well, I still want to work. I still want to work. Right. But also you I have just, to be able to take that day off. And that yeah. was the part I had trouble yeah. with. And we yeah. found that over time- we all had trouble with that. It was like, oh, well, you know, I, I had some extra things, so I, I used some of my time on Wednesday to do this yeah. or that. And the other thing, it's like, okay, wait a minute. Like the whole, yeah, this is a failed experiment. It's fine. Yeah, you know, we tried. It was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, interesting. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But like when so, I had my consulting business, yeah. there was a period of time after I'd sold my interest in the larger business and just retained some clients, I worked Monday, Tuesday, Thursday for probably 14 months right up until we started Mac observer. And then I stayed working Monday, Tuesday, Thursday on the consulting thing and started Mac observer on Wednesdays and Fridays. And that was great. Cause I was only working when I was at other people's houses or job sites or whatever, fixing their computers. So there was no work to do sure. at home. So that made that, that, you know, day off thing super easy to do. Cause it was like, well, if you don't, if I don't have a call booked, I'm not going to a call. It's not going to happen, yeah. you know? So yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple, my, my last few comments on this, you know, valuing your time is one is setting limits with others. You know, uh, before you go into a meeting, mention how long it's going to last. Okay. We're going to, we're meeting for 20 minutes and then stick to it or 30 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is, yeah. uh, or have the meeting in the hallway, whatever it is, uh, set time limits for people when you're working with them. Time limits and, and no chairs. I'm a big fan of no yeah, chairs like at in-person meetings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hallway is a great place yes. for a meeting. In yes. One of my things. Um, and kind of the doormat thing, don't let others abuse your time. You know, set a time window for people that are late. And you can mention it and get the word out that, oh, hey, Shannon only waits five minutes or 10 minutes, 15, whatever you're comfortable with. And then I then I leave or I, I schedule something else. And if someone shows up late, I'm sorry, I'm into my next thing. Don't let do my next thing. Yeah. other people control your time. And you know, the fascinating thing about some of these uh, things is when the word gets out, like, oh, uh, I'm, I'm, I have this time limit. We're setting all this. I'm, I've got, I'm being productive. I have these things going on. Um, these days, I only wait 10 minutes. There becomes a perception that you're a person that has a ton of stuff going on, even if it's not true. Sure. And what happens is, what I found, is there people put less demands on your time. Because they know you are very, be very busy. productive. Yes, You're, they they you see. Know, they they, they see you they as busy. See it as busy. No, they see. And it I've as busy. Yeah. and I've noticed that um, where even if I have time, somebody be like, "Oh yeah, I was going to ask you to do this, but I know you got you have tons of projects going on." Da 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 da. And I used to be like, "Oh no," da, da, and then I'd wind up doing something I really didn't want to do. Right. So now I'm just like, "Oh yeah, I have a lot going on." And and it allows you to pick and choose the things you want to be involved in. It's a it's a, sh a shifts the framework of time and puts you back in control of your own time. So this is a lot like saying no, though, because it's it not is. as easy as you make it sound. But you're doing it subtly, right? You're not saying no. That's the perception of people around you 
based on your actions. I know. I, I, I get it. But the thing <laughs> is, you will people will naturally bring you less opportunities. Now that's true. Th- so true. so that's the no, right? Is the that's it's right. the pre-no, because you're not even getting the opportunity to say no to it. Other people are deciding Trade not off. to bring it to you. However, if you have sort of created your own persona, if you will, and people know, oh, this would be a great thing to have Shannon involved in, then they may do that pre-filtering for you. And only and everybody bring, who knows me yeah. knows I always want to hear about opportunity. Exactly. Because I let them in all, uh, all the time. So you, by picking and choosing, no one's asking me to help them move. <laughs> Nobody's don't. You're not driving anybody to the airport, are you? No, I'm not. I'll go. Hey, I'll get you. I'll get you an Uber. Yeah, I got. I get you covered. I can't yeah. take two and a half hours and you know uh, whatever to go to. But uh, you know, of course, my family, you know, close friends. I would. It's have. all different. But I'm just yeah. saying, yeah. as an example, yeah, is that you're in charge of your time. You're in charge of how you frame it to everybody else on the outside, and it just by setting these limits, and you know, you're not being a jerk about it. You're just kind of subtly dropping little hints. And it really, it really works. It really works. You know why we need to, we need to, this is, I'm not going to share the entire conversation we have before the show, but this sort of reminds me of, of we have a cultural issue. Like what you just said there, like if I, you know, if I was one of your friends, I am, but if I live local and I said, Hey man, you know, can you drive me to the airport? And, and you simply said, uh, you know, can you drive me to the airport on Tuesday? And you were like, dude, I can't take two and a half hours on Tuesday to do that. But you know what? I'll get you an Uber. Like, yeah. it, like that, that solves my problem in exactly the way I asked for it. I don't want to drive myself to the airport. And for whatever reason, I don't want to get myself an Uber. <laughs> right. Like I've, I've right. communicated that by asking <laughs> you to drive me. Yeah. And then you, you say, be careful. you don't, you don't want to come off as a jerk about no, it, but why would but, you, but that's what I'm saying is, is if, yeah. if you offer, well, dude, I'll get you an Uber. Like that could easily be construed as, uh, you know, I'm, I'm lording the, the, my ability yeah. to pay for an Uber over you. <laughs> and that's not at all it. And I, I, I feel like we need to fix that in our society. Yeah. Like, why would that be? Like you just solved my problem for me. That's well, amazing. And, and the way Thank I you. would phrase it is, I usually would say something like, "Not like everybody's asking me to drive me to the no, airport." No, I know, but it's <laughs> but yeah. I, I would say, "Hey, I can't take you to the airport on Tuesday. I've got a call scheduled at three o'clock. I I can't shift. I can't move that. Do you need help? Do you want me to help? Do you want me to get you an Uber? I ask it as a question. Oh, that's much. And better. then give them the opportunity to say, "Oh no, it's the same with people I would like to see." I would say, "Hey, I've got a couple of million points on JetBlue or whatever." Uh, can I get you some points and fly you and your your spouse out so we could spend the weekend together? Right. I ask as a question. I don't say, "Come on, man, I'm going to fly you out." You know, like I'm some kind of bigwig. Uh, that's not no. The way. It's, and and it's I all how you present it. I I think you're right. Presenting it that way, also presenting it as you know, with the Uber thing, like, oh, you know, I've got a corporate deal with Uber. Yeah. I, I can I can get it pretty cheap. You, yes. you know, let me let me just do that. Would you I like me to do that Uber for you? Credits or something, yeah, like that. something whatever like that. it is. Right, it's how Ma- you present it. You no, know, I like yeah. that idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah, because I've done right that on. for people before. Where I've you yeah. know I've said me I'm going to use points to do this, and it's like no, nah, actually oh. it's not worth points. Better those, just to write a check. Those flights yeah. are way cheaper than the points are worth. So I'm going to write the check. Yeah, I'm going to save my points. Yeah, it's fine. There's all kinds of ways how you phrase it to 
to do a nice thing for a person without making them feel indebted to you. You don't want them to, right. There's no, no indebtedness. It's just, that's I don't right. want to spend two and a half hours driving back and forth to the airport. That's right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's I, true. I want to help, but not <laughs> like that. Like, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I want um, to define how I'm helping you. Tell me your problem. Don't yep. tell me how to solve it. I will. I'll, if you want me to solve it, let me solve it my way. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. All right. So before we wrap up today, I want to talk about this, <laughs> this, uh, system I've been working on and, and I'm, we may come up with, uh, well, I'm sure I'll come up with more details over time to, we could do an entire episode, but I just want to put it out there. Yeah. You um, said short-term versus long-term systems. And so, yeah, yeah, that's right. And, um, we recently did a show about ADHD and small business owners and stuff. We did a couple of shows actually. Right. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that we talked about and, um, then one of the things we talked about that, therapist was tricks and tools to make your day, you know, work better. And, and I just listened to a, a, a podcast that focused podcast that we talked, that you talked about last week, you recommended it, Dave. Yeah. And one of the, they just had, they had a, a, a guy on that was talking about, he, he got diagnosed as ADHD, not until he was like 36 years old. And there's this, I guess there's this concept that, I don't know, Mark Twain came up with about, if you have to eat the frog, which is like, do the, the, the work you don't want to do. If you have to eat the frog, do it first thing in the morning, get it done. So your day can be better. Right. But that doesn't work for people like me, uh, or ADHD people in this guy's case that he was explaining. And I'm like, well, I'm the same way. Yeah. I don't want to eat the frog all at once. I lose, I lose it. I'm looking for, uh, a dopamine hit of something I can get done faster before I tackle the, you know, eating the frog. Right. So one of the tricks that I use is to make, to make my day more productive and more, and more enjoyable uh, is something I'm coming up with. And I, and I got to come up with a better tagline for it, but this long and short term system that I'm working on. And so what I do is I plan my day with a mixture of long and short term tasks and projects. Mm. Right. So I always think about my day. What am I, what do I have going on tomorrow? But you know, I'm thinking about my evening or first thing over coffee. I start, okay, what can I, what can I do? What am I doing today? Um, the short-term tasks that I complete gives me that immediate sense of accomplishment, that dopamine hit, that checklist that I know mm-hmm. I can put on my to-do my to list. Uh, and if you don't know what a to-did list is, go to businessshow.co and search for it, and you can thank me later. Um, so short-term things are things I can get today done today, maybe within the next hour, something I can finish and move on from. And in my case, a lot of that is wrapped up around selling things selling online, right? So if if I want to get 20 new products listing listed done, I can do that. I can knock it out and I'll feel, oh, hey, I was productive for the last hour or whatever. Yeah. But what typically happens is about halfway through this short-term task, I start to get bored with it because I'm not a fan of repetition. Um, yeah, I get that's the bored. grunt work. The, the short-term the tasks work. are I, usually I, the grunt work that needs yeah. to get done. And that's right. you haven't decided to delegate. I didn't want to say it's not worth no, delegating. Yeah, that's right. At this stage in my life, I'm like, ah, I don't want to delegate this. I'm that's just right. going to deal with it myself. Yep. And so I start to get a little bit bored. And what I've, uh, uh, I've watched happen over time is it's super easy for me to get distracted right then. Jump online read the news, uh, check something else. And magically I lose track of time. Oh yeah. Right. And I just like, boom, all of a sudden an hour's gone. I'm like, dang, I, you know, I didn't get those 20 things done. I, that was my short term thing. So what I do now and what I've been doing for, you know, maybe the last six months or so is when I start to get distracted and feeling like I've had enough, 
I jump into a long-term task that I'm working on over time. Really? Uh, yeah. Like for, for, for me, like I'm working on a second edition of the Poshmark Unlocked book. Okay. Uh, updated for 2021, 2022, all that kind of stuff. And I need to make progress on that each day. But it's hard because it's long, long term, right? And yeah. I, but I need to get it published by the end of the year. So as my short term things start to kind of drag and grind out, I jump into that for a while until I get I start to get bored of that, and I go, oh, I'm going to jump back and sell some stuff because then I can make some money, you know, and and uh, it, it'll it'll kind of reward me in that way, right? Right. And this also, I use the same system. When it comes to thinking about revenue, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of a fiend about this revenue stack. And, you know, my short-term work delivers cash to me every single day. Right. Longer-term projects takes months or maybe years to complete, right? But hopefully they deliver larger amounts of cash once they're completed. Like I sell books every day. A book that took me a year to write generates revenue now for me every single day, right? Whether I sell one copy or a hundred, Something's coming in. Something's coming so, in. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so this thing is fascinating to me. You might not be surprised to learn that I suffer exactly the same type <laughs> of thing, right? Where I get like the short-term stuff done, and then I get into wander mode. Now, oh, for me, sometimes wander mode brings me to, you know, a larger project that I need to get done that I've sort of been pushing off, but it might be, yeah. you know, a techie thing that I need to, you know, for Mac geek, I need to keep learning stuff. And so it's like, Oh, I, you know what I got to do research, is I got to, right? I got to yeah. do some research. I got to yeah. set up this whole new router system. That's going to take me an hour and a half. You know what? Now's a perfect time. I'm in ADD mode. Anyway, this is a perfect thing to consume my attention while, you know, while I'm in this mode. Yeah. But you are in like you have a list and oh, you, yeah. and you are you are guiding yourself towards the things that you might not even want to do first thing, right? Like I for me oh, setting I don't up do a them ever. That's what I'm saying. Like for me <laughs> setting up a, <laughs> setting up a router, you know, diving into my Synology and learning some new Docker container or whatever. Like yeah, yeah. that once I'm doing it, that's super fun for me. It, it doesn't pay off right away. It often takes me away from the things that do pay off right away, but right. it's valuable for my talent stack for that particular aspect of my job, right? Like I, it's good to have, it's just like the payoff is, is not in dollars right away. It, you know, it's many steps yeah. removed from the dollars and, yes. but I, but I enjoy it. However, I, you're talking about doing things that you don't necessarily enjoy until you've started doing them. Maybe that's the right way to say it. Yeah. I, I bet like you're I like me. To write. I yeah. mean, writing for me and, and working on the book is great. Yeah. But the hard part is getting me started. And right. so I put all these things on my quartet. And if you don't know what a quartet is, uh, go to have one right in front of me. <laughs> go to businessshow.co and search for, I, I'm sure we've done. Uh, oh yeah, no, no, no we have. Notes. In fact, you didn't have yeah. to search for what's on your to did list. If you just go to businessshow.co and look at episode 349, I put links to all of these things in the show notes already. So you, you yeah, perfect. we've saved you the work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Mike, so when I'm, I'm looking at the screen and I kind of look down, I guess start to get a little distracted. I have a part of my quartet is the short term things I've, I've got to work on that I either put on the, you know, before or you know put on today but there's always on the right side is my long-term projects and it's like okay i have to write every day that's just that's just a rule at my in my office i have to Interesting. and so i just jump over there and work on them now you know 
it, it's a work in progress. I still futz around and, you know, waste time, but, but quote, you know, kind of, but I get distracted as well. But uh, I look down enough at my quartet to go, oh, you know what? I could just work on this thing or I've got to do this. Oh, I got to build this thing on, on my website or I've got to do this for, maybe it's not a business thing at all. I'm involved in a new nonprofit and I told them I'd help to build this manual. So maybe I got to jump into Google Docs and work on that. And, and you know, so um, having that guide no, that's great. helps me a lot. Okay, so lot. you use your quartet different than the way I use my quartet. And I'm, I'm going to explain to all of you what a quartet is. But I believe Magic. <laughs> that there is the quartet litmus test that we are going to like coin this phrase here on the small business show. I've given these quartets to a lot of people yeah. and the people who are productive humans immediately integrate them into their lives in some way. Now you use yours vastly differently than I use mine. That's okay. It doesn't matter that we don't use them the same way, but you use right. yours. I've given them to other people who have, you know, it's like it sits there, it collects dust, it's never used. If you ask them what kind, because I want to ask you this question, what kind of pens do you use with it? Because, you know, that's a that's a really interesting thing. Yeah. They're like, oh, I don't know. I just have the one that came with it. It's like, no, you don't. You're not using it. You're lying to me. Yeah. yeah. Those, those pens are, are garbage. They're crap. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's fine. So like that, there is the quartet litmus test and, and the people that are productive. I mean, I probably could predict this <laughs> from the get go. I don't need to send them to the people that I don't think are going to use them, but I try with everyone. The quartet is an on desk whiteboard. They, they come in different shapes and sizes. The one I really like is one that is basically the size of a large keyboard and yeah. sits between your keyboard and your computer and it and so you can just write on it it's glass so it you can wipe it clean and keep going i have one right in front of me here it is the reason that i no longer interrupt guests when they're talking on interviews because when i have a thought that i want to ask them a question i just oh, write it on the great. thing yep it's great uh and I have another one downstairs in my office that I use completely differently than the one here in the studio. Like it, the two, if I swap the two of them, I'd be totally lost. Cause I have things that like sort of live on them as, as I'm sure you do. My, my wife wound up getting one that's like, uh, on an easel. It's like an eight and a half by 11 size. Oh, okay. And it's up, yeah. uh, you know, on her desk, she prefers that, but she it like uses it like crazy for all the work that she does. And then she's like, Oh yeah, I can't. She Is uses made by the quartet. The yeah. 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 It's all the same company. You just, it's just not the same form factor as what you and I have. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Got it's it. fantastic. I have found that the ultra fine markers, uh, dry erase markers are the way to go with this quartet thing. I don't know what, yep. what, what do you use for yours? Is that right? Uh, same thing. I okay. use the Mr. Pen, what they're called or, okay. uh, you know, the, uh, they were, they were great. You got to have the ultra fine cause you can get a bunch of stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I do like you do too. I write little notes and comments and, and that kind of thing, but having it in front of you is, it's just a game changer, yeah. this this device. And uh, I don't know where oh, I stumbled Mr. on it. Pen, dry erase markers. Okay, so this solves my problem because I've been using the X, Expo ones. Expo, no, they suck. They suck. Okay. <laughs> they suck. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Pen is good. Okay. Uh, Link Bro is another brand that's really good. All right. And they're, you can get them on Amazon. Yeah, no, I'm finding them here. I'm going to put links in the show notes to them because after I, after I buy them, obviously. But, I had yeah. no idea. Quartet makes these giant ones too. Yeah. The key is it's glass. It's not that white thing that you can't erase after a while. Right. It's, 
it's comes it's off perfect yeah, every, every time. time. Yeah. And, uh, Wait, what did one, you say the other brand was? There's Mr. Ben Link Bro. L I N K B R O. Yeah, okay. All right. Those up on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll find them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. If, yep. you, if you use, so we, we would love to hear about your productivity hacks, uh, your time uh, tricks that you come up with. And, um, you know, let us know feedback at, at businessshow.co. What kind of system works the best for you that we can share here? Um, we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Like just, I said, these are all things that I fail at all the time, but I adjust and I keep going and then I fail less the next day. You so. fail less and that's the success. You know what? Yeah. That's it. Failing less than yesterday, that's your success. And that's how you get that's how you get to true success. So, yeah, there yeah, you go. That's right. Yeah, I that's like it. it. Awesome. All right. Good well, show, man. Good, good talking to you. Yeah, this was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. Make sure that you go check out our sponsors, banknoble.com slash SBS, netsuite.com slash SBS, and go to businessshow.co and sign up so that you get all the show notes with all these links right in your box. Keep them in that charmed life. See you next week.